Hey everybody, today's episode is brought to you by Dr. Isabel Maru's All-Purpose Mustard. Um, it's, it's perfect for putting on any sort of food you've got. It's the perfect condiment for a hot dog, hamburger, anything you want to spice up your meal. Uh, this, is the, this is the mustard for you. And in fact, the call to action here says that I'm supposed to try it out on a hot dog. So here we go. I've got a, just happen to have a hot dog right here in front of me. So pour a little of uh, Dr. Isabel Maru's mustard. And the call to action here says, uh, it's so good, you'll think it's poison. Uh, that's a strange line. Okay, well, here, I'll give it a try. Okay. Um, it's a little spicy. It's, uh... Ow. It's burning my... I'm burning my throat. It's, ooh. I, I think I'm... Choke. I think I'm choking. I think... Uh, ooh, there's gas coming out of my ears. Uh, okay, now it's coming out of my eyeballs. And, uh... Uh... uh, uh, uh Everybody, it's episode uh, twenty-three of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And hey, quick shout out to Natalie Merchant for that song, and another quick shout out to Jim Carrey for this being his favorite numbered episode. <laughs> I thought it didn't the number make him go crazy. No, I think he loved the number so much oh. that it kind of it kind of drove him uh, so insane. He went sane. Yes, got it. Yeah, super. Sanity. Aren't the aren't the Aren't the crazy ones now sort of the sane ones? You like, know what I mean? In this like society? Like the Joker. Yeah. 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 He just wants to watch the world burn. In fact, I think Jim Carrey has a tattoo that says damage on his forehead now. <laughs> now he does, yeah. It's, uh, un- it's under his beard. <laughs> it's under his beard. He's got a huge one. Yeah, he does. He's got when, a huge one. He, he does have a huge one. One thing I know about current Jim Carrey is that he's got a giant beard. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, great. What better thing to start off the <laughs> podcast talking about a, a nice female cultural icon than Jim Carrey's dick? Um, uh, beard? I meant beard. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, pretty good. Great. So, Robert. Oh, hey, Max. How you doing? Oh, what? Yeah. Oh. I'm also here. You are here. Correct. Um, Robert, you said that a little thing happened to you on the way to the theater on the way to the theater what i had a isn't a, that a, the name of something something happened to me on the way to the that was our last podcast and there's something now a girl walks home alone on, at night to the theater yeah uh yes uh well i didn't have anything happen to me on the way to theater but or oh, i'm sorry just before i went to the theater something happened on the way to heaven maybe i had a <laughs> i was i had a bit of the movie spoiled for me the movie that we'll be talking about today which is a spoiler alert it's wonder woman <laughs> what <laughs> um I you're mean, looking at movie times to something else and then you saw well, i mean do you want me just to say this well i mean that's like it's like a character reveal so or I do don't. you want like should we say right up top you something got spoiled for you and when it comes up in our natural conversation it you'll you'll alert us that this is it. the yeah i'll make a big thing of it okay great yeah. um cool well cool guys so the the movie at hand that we were talking about is Wonder Woman. No weird tagline or subtitle. Yeah, or Wonder thing. Woman: The Rise of the Wondrous Woman. Yeah, 
I like it. It's just simple, perfect. Gets right to the point. Yeah. It should have been called, since, I, like, Man, since Man of Steel was called that, it should have been called Woman of Wonder or something <laughs> like that. Man of Steel's Wonder Woman. <laughs> Man of Steel presents. I think it should have just been titled WW1. Yeah, that would have been good. There's you should have been doing the uh, the posters for sure. Did you see the poster that like it's Wonder Woman, like kind of like, you know, running, you know, awesomely in front. And then it really looks like they just put Chris Pine right behind her. Yeah. Inserted him in. He doesn't look like he's in the same photograph. It's really funny. Posters are getting bad. Unless, I guess they've always <laughs> getting been bad. bad yeah well, I, I feel like there's just more now and they don't there's always a budget for it but it is astounding to me like how budget to if there's any if there's any uh, i don't know if there's any hollywood poster makers out there uh I, I we bet, love you uh you do a great job and we'd love to have you on the podcast i bet there's a million people that may be willing to do your poster and then there's like less that can do a really really competent job and make sure like like the new spider-man one like is really awful it looks terrible it's just a bunch of heads i think vultures on it twice Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's on it twice? Like him in his suit and then also him in like with his fur jacket just hanging Maybe they're out. just trying to they're trying to really make you think that Michael <laughs> Keaton's the... <laughs> not not the vulture. Even though his name is, is T Vulture in the movie. <laughs> Michael T Vulture. <laughs> um where were we? Talking about a Wonder Woman poster or something? I don't know. <laughs> I think we ended that part. I think we're done talking about Wonder Woman. I think we need to talk about this great movie. Then let's talk about it. Dead silence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I disagree. <laughs> um well, let's let's go right off the top. This is now. This movie is a certifiable hit at this point. People and love it. People love it. I think Patty Jenkins got a certificate in the mail that said it's certified. It's a hit. <laughs> hey, Pat, we love you. It's certified. <laughs> and I hope you like being called Pat. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I think we got Robert's Robert's opinion. Robert, you said you loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I. It's. I have nitpicks as always, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. um, but that's like a good thing in this case because better to have you know very small you know mostly small problems with it than giant overall problems. Sure. with Most of the other DC movies, I think one of the the biggest one of the biggest issues that I feel like is just a hindrance to it is that it is like it's the best DC movie, and that is such a low bar. It's right a low now. bar. You might as well not even say it. That's what it makes me feel bad. Yeah, I, I wish. This was like the first. I wish this was like the Thor or the Iron Man of of the DC universe. I wish was this was them starting and going forward. Yeah. As opposed to like this thing that sandwich in. Plus, you know that Wonder Woman's going to be fine because like she's in the Batman vs Superman. So ugh, mm -hmm. no tension. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking she was going to die during these scenes. <laughs> uh, Max, what did you think? Of it? What was your overall thoughts on the movie? I thought it was good. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Um. I didn't love it, but I liked it. That's like okay. I, I went so with the trailers and with all the other DC movies, I had really low expectations. And then when the reviews started coming out and it was all like 97, 98, I thought, holy crap, this is going to be amazing. And then it was kind of somewhere in between. Yeah. Cl probably closer to the 98 than the other one, but definitely not at 98. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In terms of it was closer to the lower score of the ones you've been hearing. Is that what you mean? I guess what I'm saying is I didn't go in and say like, oh, another DC movie. I went yeah. in thinking like, oh, that was pretty competent. Mm -hmm. you know, that was pretty good. I, I would compare it along the lines of like some of the uh, Marvel movies that I didn't like as much, but sure. we're all right. You yeah. Know, some of the, like the Captain America or um, like some early Thor. Yeah. I mean, it does, it does have a very Captain America first Avenger yeah. vibe to it in that yes. like... It takes place during one of, you know, a world war. 
it's a flashback movie and she also has a ragtag team of normies there you go hang around with her so yeah yeah. in a lot of ways it does you know it does have a lot of the tropes that captain america first avenger had Mm -hmm. i think it's better than captain america first avenger yeah um i i kind of air more with max than i do with robert i like the movie a lot Mm -hmm. um i think it's when what my i also have just sort of nitpicky things to say about it Mm -hmm. i think it's more culturally important than my nitpicks oh, yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sure. I think like having, and when I say this, I'm not, tr- I'm not being paid. I'm not trying to be patronizing or anything. <laughs> I, I'm not I think paid. <laughs> yeah. I'm not being paid by wonder woman. <laughs> hey, there's is there but, a gold lasso around you, <laughs> but parademons dude. <laughs> um, but the, my nitpicks, I, I, like I said, I think are far outweighed by, I think the cultural importance of having, a great to pretty good wonder woman movie mm-hmm. and I, I i mean it's absolutely dc's best movie yeah like, and i'm glad hands if, down. i'm glad if one of them was gonna do well this one did yeah me too yeah and for all the reasons you mentioned like it's you hope there i mean there's always gonna be all these baloney excuses about like why they can't have a, you know a woman in the leading role of a superhero mm-hmm. film or blah, blah blah all the excuse after excuse and it's like this is proof at least that like nope not true right the name is important people like the character and if you make a halfway decent film, like they're going to fill the seats just like they do for all the other ones, even the ones that fall flat. Right. Even the Marvel ones that don't do so well. Yeah. Like. It's, it's kind of funny when you look at like all of these movies that are coming out and breaking box office records that were like put on the shelf for so long because mm-hmm. they were saying it wasn't viable. It wasn't going to do. Yeah. Well. Like how long has Joss Whedon talked about making a Wonder Woman it, movie or just in general, any filmmaker talking about making a Wonder Woman yeah, movie? Yeah. It's, it's been decades. Yeah. And they've been saying no. And like all of the. E- a ton of the superhero stuff that everyone would shy away from being a superhero. And then like they, they're starting to do that and people are really like resoundingly saying that they enjoy that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when, when Deadpool came out and then I kind of predicted like, okay, like they're going to want to do more hard R superhero movies because they've proven now that there is a, a market for that. People want to see that. So I hope, even in the way that you want to see, well, you want to see Wonder Woman slitting someone's throat. I want to see a, an old yeah. Wonder Woman just down her like <laughs> drinking bottom of the bottle. Yeah. No, I want to see. I, I I hope the all the executives, those stuffy executives in their boardrooms. Hey, uh, you hear us, executives? Choked, we're coming for you. Choked ya. with cigar smoke. Maybe Andrew is. I'm not. But uh, that I'm they, physically weak and yeah. very afraid. So <laughs> that they. I'm coming for you over the mic. Well, that they at least see that this can make them money, and so they will go forward with more things. Nah, now like you're this. talking the more, language. More likely to okay a Black Widow movie and, and well, stuff. Uh, no, but like, if it's unfortunate that that's what it takes, but like, I want them to understand that like people actually enjoy these these things and want to see these. Movies it's it's really mm-hmm. unfortunate that I think you're right. I yeah. think yeah. that like having a really successful Wonder Woman movie does open the door for them to say, "Oh, we could make a Black Widow movie," mm-hmm. in the same way. And this is, I think this is truly insulting to women that I think it's the same way. (laughs) I think it's the same way that they thought we can make a Doctor Strange movie because we made a weird Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Mm -hmm. And they were like, hey, space is open. Now we can, we we should be able to make a movie about magic. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I I think that... Wiccan is hot right now. I think that, (laughs) I think that... um, movie executives are going to see it that way. We're like, Hey, we, we made a successful movie, a superhero movie starring a woman. We can do that now. It's like, you could do that from the beginning if you made a competent movie. Well, Mm -hmm. and, and so, yeah. And I, I don't want it to swing too far the other way where they're just like, well, just throw some, you know, you know what I mean? Like they're going to get 
just like, well, as long as there's a woman in it, it doesn't have to be good. Like, I don't want yeah. it to be bad or like a bad story or not cast it well or yeah. not take the time and care. Because the other reason that some of these movies do well is not because everyone likes to wants to go see the third Iron Man or the right. the third, you know, whatever. It's because there's a good track record and, and people are having fun with it. And there's some creative license like I it, this is the DC movie, especially that felt like there was a vision in mind with the director. And I think it succeeded for mostly for me because of that yeah. I, I really liked it and to clarify like i have the nitpicks i feel like the movie is probably less strong by the end i think the last mm-hmm. i say the last yeah. chunk is definitely where it becomes pretty boilerplate most of my complaints come from yeah. act three but should, sure. should we mm-hmm. should we kind of start the go into it a little bit yeah yeah i mean i think again same with guardians i feel like most people who are listening to this probably will have seen the movie or are going to see the movie um, so I don't want to do like a total plot by point. Sure. Can I, I, I did, I did this earlier in the guardians one plot by point, plot by point, a plot point, plot point, point, point. a hip hop uh, plot to the point and a point, point pop and he don't oh, stop the popping. <laughs> um, plop. Yeah. I think I just made a big plop, uh, in my pants. I'm that screw up. Is Andrew okay? I think you need to go wind him over there. I think he's he's running low. <laughs> All right. So the point is we're not covering uh, plot points. That's at all. great. Hey, okay. that's a that's a great point. So a character could be Wonder Woman. Who knows? Yeah. Goes. From I'm not place. saying this yeah. is Wonder Woman, and I'm not saying it's World War One, Two. Who knows? Um, what did you did you guys like? Because I think for me, one of my early complaints about the movie when it was being made was God, I didn't already. I didn't. Yeah, I thought a man should have been playing Wonder Woman. Um, no, I was. I was very skeptical of Gal Gadot in yep. the role. Did sure. you? Did you? I the movie changed my mind. I liked yeah, her. I, I was, really yeah. liked her a lot in the well, role. What well, did you guys feel? about I'm trying her? to remember all our all our thoughts on her in Batman vs Superman. I think where I came down on on Wonder Woman's appearance in that film was that she was definitely a lighter and better part of that film. Yeah, but it just was a bummer to me that. It was a bloated movie that then also tried to include this Wonder Woman part, which I was, and I was kind of, it, it she deserved a better introduction in my opinion. I think that, mm-hmm. I, and I think what you said earlier about like them now maybe thinking, well, we should just put a woman in the movie. Sure. That's kind of what her appearance in Batman versus Superman fe- felt mm-hmm. like. It felt mm-hmm. sort of superfluous to the story. Because that was the most but like, it was just masculine, like, like but just, it, was, it was just like, hey, we should throw, a, it felt like Batman versus Superman was made after this movie. Because there's like, hey, Wonder Woman's really successful. We should put her in the movie. Because yeah. there's like no real function for her in that movie other than to drive like two plot points. And that's just like Bruce Wayne getting a mystery. Getting a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in an RPG when you get like a, yeah. a card and it says, you've received a mystery. A side quest from Diana. Yeah. <laughs> Follow her to the basement. Um, so yeah, continue your thought. Oh, I, I'm not sure where I was at. I think we now. were just gonna start the start the the movie is what we were gonna do because it starts now. Roll. We're gonna start the movie again. Now we're gonna start. Okay, it. here we go. Roll film. Three, two, one. So I thought that uh, to get back to the the point, uh, I I thought that um, the plot by point. The, exactly. Uh, I think I judged her pretty harshly on the last one. I thought that a lot of her lines fell flat. I thought like uh, I didn't really see her as a as Wonder Woman, um, and well. I mean, the action was garbage in, in Batman versus Superman too. Yeah. So, and that was most of her role. 
outside of the lines, which I didn't think were delivered all that well. Sure. And then even in the trailers here, I was just kind of like, I, I don't know, because they have this weird, she has a pretty thick accent, and uh, I was wondering how they were going to, uh, disc- how they were going to deal with this on a, an island where it's pretty like sheltered, where you what? don't you don't leave, you don't have too much of an influx, and I I I think they did a good job of just like making everyone kind of uh, imitate I her. Am, yeah, her I, thought, I was, I was going like, to ask you what you thought of that. Like, what did you think of that explanation that like Amazon speak all is that, that all languages they speak all pretty languages? much like five thousand languages or something, including that, like when so when how do they keep in contact with people and long enough to like do they did she because she didn't speak native american when she met chief later in the movie right yeah I don't, yeah i don't think so she which did. means she hasn't met like native north american indian tribes probably yeah huh all right i'm gonna get to the bottom of how many exact <laughs> languages she, <laughs> see here's one of my nitpicks okay yeah. anyway i thought um, that was kind of weird but i thought I, that was kind of tossed yeah i liked that. seeing all the actresses like having to do this weird sometimes they i'm not gonna do the accents but sometimes they sounded like eastern european sometimes they sounded yeah kind of like ancient kind of a, of a dialect and uh, yeah it was kind of it was kind of bonkers but it, it sort of justified it was unique it wasn't yeah. you couldn't pin it down it was this amalgamation of uh of uh things i was just like really worried that they were everyone else was going to go British and she was just going to stand out like a sore thumb. So that I'm just, been... I, yeah, I'm glad that they did it uh, in the way that they sure, did yeah, where, sure. where it was just, uh, it was acceptable. <laughs> did you guys like the mascara as a setting? I, I loved the setting. I, I don't want to detract too much. Or in fact, I think the mascara is probably on the, the higher end of the spectrum for mm-hmm. me where mm-hmm. this is concerned, but I feel like the CG in this movie wasn't yes. super great. It was garbage. It was so like, <sighs> the, it is my number one complaint about the movie. I, I they, felt they like some of the locations and stuff looked okay, but it it still had that drowned out color that the Batman vs Superman and the yeah. Snyder movies had. A little bit turned up, a little bit crisper, a little more, which is like they're in dirty London and like Chris, the trenches were Chris more. Piner? Yeah, who? Chris Piner? Yeah, Chris Piner. But even in a movie that is has every right to be drab, it it still was more colorful and and lighter tonally in some parts. I'm but, glad that you're not taking away their right to be drab. <laughs> I would never take that away from the DC. The famous universe. BC Boys song, you got to fight for your right to be drab. Yeah. <laughs> but I yes, there's there's other scenes though. Like yeah, I thought that mascara looked pretty. I thought it looked okay. But there's parts where characters are set against a green screen that don't look so hot. Mm-hmm. There's a part where Chris Pine is in a little plane and he turns. He has to physically turn in the plane to drop a bomb. And boy, did it look like like cable or what's the what's the word i was looking for it, it just looked shoddy it looked like a sci-fi original or yeah. something i i was a disappointing for a big tentpole movie like yeah that. to me even a lot of like the scenes which was just kind of background scenes of stuff happening kind of mm-hmm. showing the the location everything kind of seemed pieced together like you could see all the seams where okay this is a, a pond with a waterfall sure. and then, okay let's put another one in there over here yeah you know? i i had less problems with them as like i liked their idea I, I thought like the long shots of it were really cool looking um but yeah overall i'd say that's one of my maybe one of my larger uh negatives about the movie is just i just i don't know what did you f- feel like about it did you did it i didn't really know i didn't i honestly didn't notice a lot of the cg problems hmm. to I, I i normally that stuff really point like it sticks it in my craw it but it didn't egregious. I, I just feel like sometimes a character would jump up and maybe it's because it's easier when it's like some armored you know, you can have a million clone troopers and you, you know, they're getting hit and they're, they're uniform they're they're or they're literally in a uniform. And, and it's just easy to, to put that in a computer and do it. But when it's the, the Amazon's jumping and their hair and they all have different armor and stuff, there were parts that it just, it stood out more for me for some yeah. reason. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the action in general. Whenever uh, they were moving around, when they didn't want to have a, a stunt guy come in, and so they just uh, they just threw in CG, and it it was obvious. You could you could see it. Like seemed old. It seemed outdated. Yeah. Did it kind of in the same realm? Did you guys like the amount of kind of like camera ramping, like the slow mode of to like standard motion and stuff? What did you? Think? Not at all. You didn't like it? I, I don't know how you could at the, in this day and age really enjoy that. It, it, Although I've heard people the like the action. But dated, I, yeah, I think some of the choreography and the action was uh, all right. But I feel like... They it's, used, a, it's a trick that like Zack Snyder <sighs> used to an effect in 300. Yes. But that's been... It's been a while now. That's been a, the, a I long mean, this while. thing yeah. started with Matrix. That's when slowing down really got yeah. big. And it needs to fucking stop. It's done. There's you other can't ways do to that do... to make something look cool or to like hype up the energy because it doesn't. It really like you should only do slow mo if it's going to be confusing in normal in normal speed. Or like or like you know I think like in the Matrix it would happen where like he'd do a flip over somebody and then like he'd slowly look up to watch him flipping over him. Mm-hmm. I think stuff like that's okay, but like and I guess they, it... and they did it a lot in like the TV show Smallville where it's like they would just slow down the action on like a punch and it was just like you don't need to do this yes it's unnecessary it's not incredible anymore yeah like i would have just been as happy seeing you know like there's a part where it goes from the interior of the building to the outside of the building and it's wonder woman you know kicking this soldier out out through the window with her knee and it's a cool shot but i feel like in in standard motion it would have been just as awesome to just yeah. see from the inside to the outside guy just flying across the screen and it was just too much of it. I, I could have taken some, but it, it it was one of the more dated effects, like mm-hmm. you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that that worked and was novel at the time. And it feels like there's a, other ways to to choreograph and shoot action like that. And yeah. I mean, you there. Okay, so in the Matrix, which we mentioned, like there's a reason for it because he's kind of breaking down reality, and yeah. so it kind of makes sense. In this yes. one, it is simply for effect in the movie and. Uh, you it is so oversaturated. You get so much of it that it doesn't have any impact. And it's the trailer after you've thing seen it too. twenty times in one scene. Yeah. it's just done. They need those shots for the trailer. They need the hero shot. They need the thing for the. I, I it unfortunately I did, sometimes I did it feels think, that way. I don't know if you guys got the Justice League trailer before your I did yeah movie, mm-hmm. but I definitely was on sort of on edge about like specifically trailer shots mm-hmm. because there's like twenty of them in the Justice League trailer where mm-hmm. just like. There's a shot where it's Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Cyborg, and they're like mm-hmm. in trailer pose. And then yeah. there's a shot of yep. Batman driving the Batmobile with Aquaman on the side. And it's just like these are all shots that I know in the movie can be like that's a fucking trailer shot. Mm-hmm. And I but I didn't really get that from this movie other than maybe like two or three shots where I was just like I I, I felt I felt like I I agree with you. I think the slowing down trick is done. They can do it for Flash. That's it. Yeah, because that makes sense. There's right. got to be an excla- yeah. explanation for it, but right. otherwise, stop. Yeah, back. I think Flash would be at normal speed the whole movie. <laughs> I think I think like, things are just up here and reappear, and just you yeah. should never see him. They uh, should. They're probably just going to slow down everybody else for the whole thing and just have him. Yeah, do do everything. No, the actor who plays Flash gets to walk around at normal speed, and Henry Cavill and everyone else has to like walk around <laughs> slowly around him. <laughs> they're like, we're not doing any camera tricks on this one. Um, okay, well, what were, were we? Were you- I, I I did see a couple shots, and one one that kind of took me out of it was uh, when she saves the village mm-hmm. of people, and she like crashes through the uh, the watchtower yeah. or, mm-hmm. or whatever, and then she just stands up there looking down at the people, and I was like, we, 
that's another thing that I want DC to stop doing is like the savior. I know. Yeah. I know that these guys are icons, but to build them up as icon, like one of the reasons that they are icons is because they're like good people yeah. and that they are like part of being the good person is being kind of modest and, and like kind of uh, accepting humility or whatever, kind of saying like, I'm doing this because I'm one of you, yeah. not like, I'm up here looking down upon the the people that I just say. It was really refreshing, and, though, honestly, to see a DC hero act like a hero. <laughs> oh, boy, that <laughs> oh, was what yeah, I wanted not, to mention. Yeah. Seeing someone saving people and not being miserable the whole time was a treat. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Like, I was just like, wow, this is so nice to see, like, so like a hero go, like, we need to save those people. Mm-hmm. And uh, not, yeah, not to harp on it too much, but, like, you have, you have a Superman who, like, doesn't know whether or not he should help people. And then you have Wonder Woman who's, like, cannot leave her home since she was born quick enough when she finds out that the world needs her yeah however here's another like plot point that kind of threw me off is that uh she's under the impression that all these uh german soldiers are okay are just being controlled by Ares, and once once she takes out Ares, then they're all going to be go back to being good people well i think and yet she kills how many of them on the way uh, over there yeah. she like, definitely kills okay. people not as like she's yeah. not like bloodthirsty but she kills people when she needs to it seems like and she's not biting their necks but sure. like she there is like a level yes. of like she's kicking some of them and like hitting them with the butts of their guns and then other times it's like well they couldn't have survived that hit or that you know thing also like what happens even if she does knock someone out what happens when she walks past you the soldiers are just like oh yep leave them there i will not shoot this yeah. Yeah. soldier um but I think that's kind of part of the, the the charm of it, the fish out of water a little bit that she's that naive. Like no one has told her her complete backstory. We won't we don't necessarily have to cover it for spoiler re- reasons if we don't want. But um, there is a lot of like uh, that's one of the elements that I I kind of liked was that her seeing everything for the first time and learning stuff and kind of part of her arc a little bit is like she kind of blindly assumes like yeah like you said that this one part of humanity is just bad right now because of the influence of someone else mm-hmm. and she finds out there's a lot of gray areas to life it's really not but then she goes back to finding out that she was right at the end it was that yeah did, did it i mean didn't that happen i, I was kind it of actually happen, confused yeah. at the end sure we can i mean we can get we can get there we can talk about it um well maybe we should are, are we doing spoilers are we are we uh we can do spoilers okay yeah well, i think we're into it already. yeah i wanted to mention so i mean we we only started on on themiscara where she gets trained do you guys like uh i liked uh robin wright as uh mm-hmm. antipony or antipony and antipy antipy antiope antithesis antiope the antithesis Antio- are you ope are you ope are you ope anti um yeah that was good um i liked some of the see i liked some of the slowdown and some of the battles that first section on themiscara i thought was kind of cool yeah but i then it was like uh-oh this is gonna be the whole movie i wish yeah. it had changed so that's another uh, that's a thing i was wor- also wondering about so they they have enough influence from the outside world to learn other languages like mm-hmm. 500 5000 however sure. many but they're very ill prepared for guns yeah like did they did they let in enough influence to learn languages and then just not they're yeah. not aware of what just just the first five hundred yeah well I there's guess. no and there's no I don't know when Amazon's how quickly they didn't they, learn the language of modern warfare yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know how quickly they age or how long it took Diana to become the age that she looks versus like 
other Amazons that right. look, you know, and they all seem kind of ageless and they've mm-hmm. been around. They all know ancient languages too. But yeah, it seems like maybe they would have run into modern, like Diana's never seen like a man. It seems like when she meets Chris Pine, he like and crashes what outside. a man. Yeah, what a man. Um, I liked it. Did you guys like Chris Pine in this movie? Yeah. yeah. I thought he was fine. No, he was fine. I like, I, I guess because like, I think the Steve Trevor character is kind of boring sure. anyways. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I was talking to somebody about this, and it kind of felt like has Chris Pine, like, like having Chris Pine in this role, sort of doesn't it kind of feel like he should have been in this role like five years ago? Mm, maybe. What, what do you mean by that? You're saying he's too old. <laughs> Not that he's too old, but just like to the point where like, because I don't really think he brought anything all that groundbreaking or great to the role i don't like i'd even like i think what he's supposed to bring to the movie is sort of the human character because she's part yeah you know amazon demigod whatever um and so he's supposed to kind of bring the humanity to the role i just didn't really get that <laughs> from it he didn't give you any humanity <laughs> he didn't give me any humanity he was um, like a good enough like yeah, he he's was good enough. Boring. He was a lesser than. I mean, the the comparison should be made. Yeah, like a Captain America kind of a thing, where it was like he's a good soldier guy, and yeah. he was like very like. He, he was, just reminded me a little like he's a he's a level. Well, uh, this is maybe really unfair, but like okay, <laughs> okay, great. I'll be as unfair as I want now to Chris Pine. I'm coming oh. for you next, Chris Pine. No, what a uh, what is he? Um. I just like I didn't I got about as much out of him playing the role as like the guy who played Rick Flag in Suicide Squad. Like it just Ooh. I just like not that he was I I don't want to compare it and like I he's a much better actor than that sure. guy and I like the character more. But what I mean is that I just didn't I didn't go like Oof, Chris Pine really fucking rocked. Yeah, you didn't role. walk out of that movie I, going like oh yeah Chris Pine. I watched a a couple uh, review things review youtube videos uh-huh. and a lot of people really were gushing about chris pine they I just didn't yeah i i'm i'm not saying people would be wrong to to think that but it just didn't he didn't do anything for me and she i, th- I, I mean, thought he did i thought he did a good job i thought he was uh oh, i thought he was charming in a way that like it i think it's hard to to do quickly it's hard to get people on your side quickly mm-hmm and I think he's like if you compare his charming level to uh, Rick Flagg's. I, I guess that's unfair. Here's here's a maybe more apt <laughs> comparison. I think he's maybe more like Natalie Portman in the Thor movies. Amazing. <laughs> Where like I didn't love okay. her in it. I didn't think okay. she was bad. Yeah. But yeah. she didn't really bring anything to the role that like changed my view of either the actress or the movie. To be honest, sure. it was just like a character that was there. But that's another character. That's another movie where that secondary character is so outshined by kind of the personality and all mm-hmm. the stuff happening with the main character. Like yeah. another, another, you know, apt comparison because it's Thor kind of landing on earth and he's a fish out of water. He's learning all these new things. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, I thought the Themyscira parts were probably the best. Then it moves to England. Where is Themyscira? Okay. I looked this up before I came <laughs> over here because I was wondering what that was about. Cause like she went to, they went to bed and they woke up in London. Yeah. Short, short boat trip. Yeah. So if he was in Turkey when he met, uh, Dr. Poison mm-hmm. and then flew a plane and crashed on your Themyscira and then they right. went to London from there, it would put it somewhere in like the Mediterranean or the Aegean Sea or something. But is that someplace you would get overnight by boat? it's less that for me it's more like some boat hasn't crossed this very like well-traveled body of water and accidentally slipped into the mascara but 
the thing that people are positing is that maybe the actual island moves around physically. It's Lost. like the island from Lost. <laughs> oh my God. They're the tail section. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, they got swole um, over there. Um, no, I, I, I would buy that. It's mystical, magical. I mean, also, we didn't talk about the fact that in the DC universe now, it's established the like the grecian or roman gods existed yeah and created like yeah life and fire and everything like Accor- then again that's according to the stories that uh that diana was taught okay so it's like okay we lied to you you're just a normally born well, they, they said but then that- she does literally fight Ares. okay so this okay. is that i, I do <laughs> i didn't want to talk about this and if we're doing spoilers this is like a decent time to mention it when they get to london uh, Chris Pine has to deliver like uh, Dr. Maru's book or uh, doc- Dr. Poison. Dr. Poison is what she's called in the movie. Um, I, d- I liked her mask. She was really, it was kind of creepy. She was like a chemical expert. Did you, know. did that like, did that land for you that like you never really knew what happened to her? I liked that. Yeah. I thought it was fine. It's yeah. like a uh, Brad It kind of made her creepier. Not one, not knowing what happened, but just sort well, of establishing that she has a, a weird face mask. I figured it was, she, you know, got overzealous with a chemical and it burned her face away. But I, yeah. I kind of liked the look. Her and uh, Richard Harrow should go out from a uh, boardwalk empire. The guy, oh, with, yeah. <laughs> the guy with the like half face. Um, so, uh, Aurora. Oh, so they, she has to give the, the book of kind of the, the chemical secrets and stuff to this war council. And we meet David Thewlis, I don't remember what his character's name is, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you what the computer told me it was Ares. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, it's listed, I, it is listed I, on the Wikipedia page. If, if, I believe it's not you, even like I David believe, Thewlis as... If you click it, I think it then says his mortal name, which uh-huh. would have been nice. But as I looked up showtimes, I scrolled down. Oh, Gal Gadot, Chris Pine. Oh, Nice spoiler right there. Okay, got it. Sir, pa- Sir Patrick Morgan. Yep, that, that classic character. So mm-hmm. uh, that was a bummer. Spoiler alert for the movie. I was, it was a little annoyed. Not that <clears throat> I automatically assumed it was as straight cut as, oh, the a very obvious World War One general bad guy is yeah. also the the you know ancient bad guy. Okay, I I, I could see more Thulis's character coming from farther away, but I just wish I wish I hadn't known it but it's whatever did you guys have any idea did you know yeah, i thought it was pretty obvious i don't i think you would have caught he was on too nice quick. and accommodating yeah. for for that time period yeah <laughs> but he also did the like sly like oh ooh, what are you guys talking about I, i'm just curious yeah, uh, but, yeah. Uh, now let me teleport to this airfield um so yeah i think oh yeah and when and then we do get in london um of course it wouldn't be a wonder Woman movie if it if she didn't have a uh what is it? The scene where she's like trying on different dresses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but all to like, she's just annoyed with how huge they are and how she can't fight in them, which I liked. I thought yeah. that was fun. Yeah. And I ended up liking uh, the secretary. Lucy uh, Davis I, was really funny. Yeah. She was really I funny. She was really I funny. wish she was in more of the movie. I, I thought yeah. she was going to play more of a role or be like during the, one of the, like the last action scenes, like back and forth with Chris Pine or something. I yeah. thought there'd be like a, like, I don't know, just some sort of repartee more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I, from the trailers, I was expecting to not really like her character. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I thought it was going to be overdone. And so maybe it's a good thing that she didn't maybe. have a, a ton in there. Because I think sometimes when you have something good like that, you kind of want more. But wanting more is better than having more. Once you get more, this is like, all right. Uh, that's, Gal Gadot I, had it in her contract that she could only have a certain amount of minutes on screen. She yeah. didn't want to be out. <laughs> she, yeah, she wants to be the only woman Been on screen. Vin Diesel about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, she so, would have learned that from him on the set of Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Um, so, so he, when, after he brings her the book though, I think this is like the next, this might be like the best part of the movie in my opinion is when they actually go to the front in France Yeah, 
and there's like the trenches and the no man's land scene. I think that might be one of my favorite like action scenes in the movie. Yeah, I agree with mm. you. I I thought that was really. I Max uh, seems to disagree. Oh, I think the best action took place took place on Themyscira. You think so? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I thought that scene was, and it brings up the the hero in her where she's like, like they're like, we have to get to the front, you know, we have to keep going, and she's like, but there's people here to help. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 we have to keep going. And she's like, fuck that. I'm going to go help these well, people. I also like Chris Pine says like, that's no man's land. No man go out there. And she's like, and then she pulls the old uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I am no man. Yeah. She takes off her, her helmet <laughs> and stabs the witch king who's just chilling in the trench. Yeah. Right there. It was very weird that they just cut to a scene from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they, yeah. The budget got <laughs> right at the yeah. end. They had to insert movie. It was a, movies. it was a late shoot and she could not show up for that day. So there's like, do we just put in Lord of the Rings Eowyn from <laughs> Lord of the Rings? Um, yeah, I, I, I like that moment. I thought it was a very strong moment. And again, like to have a hero acting like a hero. Yeah. Which is like as I, I hate Ref- that that refreshing. has to be so refreshing. Well, and uh, But in the DC movies, it does feel like, ah, yes. And well-established, not bulletproof. Like remember Batman in the other movie? Like you, someone okay. shot him in the back of the head. Is that well-established? What's that? That she's bulletproof? Or no, no, no. What I mean is that she's, or not bulletproof. That's why I thought the, the threat was real, that it was heroic is because... Well, as far as we're concerned, Amazon's one bullet takes him out. Right? But uh, what I mean is, is that established for her character that she is? Because uh, this is actually a problem of mine oh. from the end of the movie, is that I don't know if she's invulnerable or not. Oh, I I assumed. Th- I guess that's a good. Oh, like, well, no, I, I think you I know, know what you're referring when to. You assume. Because yeah. like no harm comes to her throughout mm-hmm. the movie. It would have been something because like I think you know she's she's deflecting bullets with her mm-hmm. gauntlets, but there's no point where like a bullet like grazes by and like hits her in the I, arm or nicks her in the she, arm or something i think she got hit in the arm there's one scene and i don't remember mm-hmm. when she got nicked but uh she comes in with a bandage wrapped around her arm and the doctor this is on themiscara still uh that's she, right the doctor takes the bandage off her arm and looks at it and there's no injury <laughs> she makes Even, one she's like oh that's strange like yeah. she makes no comment yeah. about the fact yeah. that she's healed incredibly quickly yeah so you might be right maybe not invulnerable but She's Wolverine. It, it's not. Yeah. Again, uh, we need the the Logan version of old uh, woman, old, old woman wo- Diana. Yeah. Um, but that is so maybe not invulnerable, but quick healing or or different even than the other Amazons, which there is a a, a bit of a revelation at the end about her exact origins. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought that part was great because it was sort of what you wanted from a hero. It was them taking on a threat, something that was a real threat to them as far as they knew and saving the day and liberating this town. I liked that whole bit was, was strong for me. I liked that. Yeah. I heard some criticisms that that scene also took place in Captain America with a shield. Yeah. It was pretty similar. So, I I mean, she famously has a shield though. I I don't know. No, no, no. I I didn't even notice till afterwards. I thought it worked. I thought that it did. Yeah. In the, in the context of the movie, I thought that I did think that it it worked tremendously well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we so she saves the saves the little French village. The French yeah. village. Okay, so uh, wh- then what life did you went back to normal? <laughs> what did you think about the not shield, but whatever they they grabbed on top, like the the fire, like a car door or something? Yeah, yeah. some car, some uh, maybe a, a piece like an, of a tank an or armored something. truck. Or yeah. yeah, and then they they said Diana, and then shield. She, yeah, and well, and then she ran over and they boosted her up. Except yeah. 
they didn't do anything like that. That seemed so pointless. A, a callback to if anything, it should have like gone down and crushed all three of them. Yeah, underneath exactly. It like all she needed off. was that five foot, six foot ledge to then get up like well, 40, 50 yeah, feet. That's what well, also, it's a it's, it's a callback like, to Themyscira where on yeah. the on the beach they're being attacked by Germans and um and uh and. Antiope jumps off of another Amazon yeah. shield and then fires three arrows. It's super badass. But yeah, but, but to me, that's like... But okay. also only Chris Pine knew that. So the other two guys were probably like, what, what are you doing? She, wait, what yeah. is she about to do? Yeah. Why are we huddling under here? But also that was an Amazon that was boosting him up. And like... Good in, point. And this one, it's just like a few guys. Three weak and, men. <laughs> and they're about to boost her about like 5% of what she's actually going to do. Yeah. There's no point. Like she she could have just leapt from where she was. We found yeah. out earlier she can just punch through solid rock to climb. So yeah. it wouldn't matter if she was a few feet short. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that was weird that they kind of threw that. It's a shame that she needed three men's help to get up there. But you know what? We haven't broken that glass glass ceiling yet. Oh, boy. Um, No, I like that. And then then, then we get the shot of her kind of looking down like, you puny mortals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It just reminded me too much of that scene where Superman, uh, like, brings the every the scene with superman the, like, where, yeah. where yeah. he looks d- dismal at everything yeah that, i guess that whole entire montage that he had where he was just saving the world and then they were just reaching out trying to touch the i God think it was just diana was. being like how do i get down from here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was just like if i jump there i'm gonna squish I don't that think guy. the lasso's long enough okay. um Ooh, the lasso did you like that the lasso was so cool i like the okay. lasso a lot i'm too. really glad that they did a glowing lasso and they had to tell the truth and all that stuff yeah, and yeah because do some cheap dodge uh, away from that that's a good point because this is the did she did she oh yeah she did have it in batman versus superman i forgot that it was in there but it didn't seem as like bright I don't even remember it from. She wraps Doomsday up at one point with it for sure. Mm. But it didn't look. That's funny to me, though, that like that is the most like vibrant, like comic book element of it is. And again, because this is still a pretty desaturated movie that is on the screen that shows up. It's bright. I think it generates a little bit of its own light. I think when it's on someone. Yeah, I, I liked that. I did. Yeah, I agree. I think that it it was a good choice on their part to go all the way with it because why why go half these it's yeah. it's impressive it's visually impressive and i think they did a good job with it speaking of going all the way later oh <laughs> later in that sequence uh chris pine and chris or steve trevor and diana prince he invites him back all for the a way. nightcap yeah yeah did you like like that she that he got it should have i joked that like it shows the light turn off in their room and uh, i was like waiting for like the floor to explode from like yeah because <laughs> there's a, there's a very funny scene when they're traveling by boat where she's like explaining mm-hmm. what she knows about human sexuality and that's that she, men re- are, she men read all necessary yeah, other she than read for, like all 11 yeah. volumes of you know pleasure or whatever yeah and she finds she finds out that men are unnecessary unless you're procreating Mm-hmm. Like for the pleasure experience, they're like unnecessary. You, you could use it, but like, why? Yeah, like, yeah. So just to then later have her just hook up with Steve Trevor. I think it was just a bet she had with her Amazons back home. Just like, I bet I, I can get this chump. To, yeah, like <laughs> to do number seven. I can, ama- I can emasculate him so hard in the boat, <laughs> but I can definitely bag him later. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna pretend to sleep all the way till London and yeah. just drive him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I see to me I was fine with it being like a curiosity fling thing but then at the end of the movie where she's talking about like doing all of this stuff for him and like yeah oh, it was true love yes what I felt for this yes. guy I thought that was so unnecessary it was so, so corny bullshit. Mm. I thought I thought all of the 
romantic stuff with them was super corny. There just and, like, wasn't enough not... of a, of a buildup. It, yeah. it seemed like she respected him and like yeah. came to, even though he was a great character for her too, and like she blames him at one point for something horrible that happens, yeah. she kind of like learns that he was like honorable or, or self-sacrificial and like he said like when good people are in trouble, like you've got to help and like, or what does he say at some point? Like, oh, you know, you can either, when there's something bad happening, you can either do nothing or it was, do yeah, so- my dad always told me you can do nothing bad's or do happening, something. You can do, be- you can do nothing or do something. Yeah. And I already tried doing nothing. Yeah. So he, she comes to that, but that does not translate to me as like, oh, we've had enough time together that I love you. And it yeah. happens fast in movies. That's just the way it is, but not, it wasn't earned enough for me. Yeah. 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 Wasn't selling me on motivation or no. anything like yeah. that. She already had a motivation too. Like there's no reason. for I it. liked her motivation, even though some of it was from, she didn't have the full story. Yeah. I still liked her heart was in the right place the whole time. She was like, I'll, I'll stop this, the bad guy and, and everything will be good. Everything will be perfect. And it's like, that almost feels like what, what Superman's early career would feel like. Yeah. It's later that he should become jaded. You yeah. then you show Superman who realizes like, Oh crap, you save someone in one country and then the government tries to frame you or this thing happens and it causes this a bigger problem. Like that's a, something that they're, it sounds like they're going to broach in the sequel. It's going to be in current day America, mm-hmm. but it was interesting to have one where like, yeah, she was just pure. She had like this very set thing. Take me to the front of the war. That's where Ares will be. He's sowing discord. I want to stop him. Yeah. So yeah. Did we didn't really touch on, do you like the, the ragtag team that they sort of, I thought it was all right. Yeah. I liked him. It was, you I know, it's cliche. It, it is what it is. They've, they've got the marksman and he's like a twitchy, twitchy guy. I like well, that just, actor. I, I like, I mean, the, it was, it seemed like each one served, was supposed to serve a function. Sure. In that like, this felt very fast and the furious to me. Where like, these are, are like this the one's hacker. this one's the fast talker. This one's the marksman. This one can negotiate. If someone it's was like hacking telegraphs. That yeah, was so good. But like, they just all end up shooting people. Like, yeah. In fact, the, except the guy, who except the sniper. Yeah, except the sniper who just sings. But I, but I did like that. It was sort of established like he's having like what they didn't even realize at the time was like post traumatic stress. Yeah, and, like having nightmares in the middle of the night and just kind of he was on a a scary road like. He almost resigned himself to the mission to kind of just because like, what else is there to do? I shoot guys, I stay far away, and someday I'll probably die too. It was, yeah. And then, oh, and also when um, Chris Pine and some of the characters are sleeping, she's talking to Chief. I wish he was called anything other than Chief, Chief though. Yeah. So that's a cliche on top of a cliche. She says in, like- In World War One, that's the nickname he would have gotten. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. But how much? What if you have more than one Indian tracker? What do you just chief? You one? don't. You just don't. Okay. You're um, not gonna have two on. They screen. battled to the death. Um, he says like she's like, well, where's your? What land are you from? He's like, well, he his people took my land. Yeah. And that was another ele- moment of like, hey, it's not all that simple. I'm yeah. fighting. I'm helping him with right now. I don't necessarily pick a side. And one of the reasons why is because I don't even have a place to call my own yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like I thought they were all. Pre- I don't know if the other guy was as well developed, but each the spy or yeah. But I, I I enjoyed them all, and I thought they had good backstories, and I thought they were good uh, examples of humanity not doing, not being great, not being evil, not just like kind of uh, trying to get by. Th- it, it takes her a while to warm up too, because like I think the introduction to um, I, I don't remember the the guy with the um, the fez, the actor, the spy, but she's like, oh, well, good, Samir, we're, we're Samir. She's like, we're bringing this liar along, we're bringing this person. Like all of these things are so alien to her when she leaves that people would be spies and go from side to side and not do just what was right. So meeting lascivious characters or people that seem, you know, brusque like that is weird to her. 
She, yeah. She's like, why would you ally with, you know, something like that? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then after, well, there's, they get to it, like, they try and infiltrate a castle. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Pine, for the 90th time in the movie, tells Diana, no, you can't go. And she goes anyway. Yeah. Um, and uh, after that, the general that she assumes is Ares, what's it, Vergen Vondendorf? Dorven? Dougal's Rocket. Ludendorff. Dorf goes fishing? Or yeah. Ludendorff. Um, Steven Dorf. Steven Dorf uh, uses Dr. Poison's new, like, horrible, like, uh, mustard gas and fires it into the city or the town that they just liberated. Yeah. And that's where the conflict comes from between Pine and Godot is she blames him because if she had just let him, if she had let her kill Ares right then and there, it would have ended everything. Yeah. He wouldn't have fired the shell. No one would have died. Everything would have been fine. Yeah. And she is still under the impression that that this is what is actually hinging everything on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then after they get separated, they, I mean, basically I think it gets to the third act where yeah. they're at the airfield, right? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Gal Gadot's favorite place to film a fight scene, <laughs> an airfield. In front of a green screen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did. Ugh. I did nudge my wife during the movie. I was like, wow, Gal Gadot cannot avoid fighting on an airstrip, right? I'm sure she loved that. And she was just like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. I, she like literally brushed me off and went back to watching the movie. Literally, I, I took a brush and brushed yeah. you off. All of these like final DC scenes, I don't even realize where they are. All it is is like dark nothing. Yeah, warehouses with boxes and indistinct things in the background. It's so garbage. Yeah, it really is. I mean, what would have you if you could have picked a locale for the last scene? Would there something that would you would have liked more, or just do it in mind? the day? Dur- Whatever dur- it is, yeah. do it during the okay. day. Okay, that would have been good. Yeah. It, just in any type of set piece rather than I'm standing on the ground. And then I like, I don't know. I guess they nope. jumped around on a building a bit. But. Yeah, that's fine. No, this is clearly the, I, I this, this it seems to be the consensus around among most is that it, it does fall into kind of the trap of most of the superhero movies. And it becomes most of the a big DCs. boss. It's a big <sighs> boss fight. Sure. And I, a, I mean, Marvel is guilty of this sometimes, yes, but, yeah, yeah, okay. but to okay. less extents or they've been trying, I feel like Dr. Strange and, um, guardians to another extent. If some movies have gone away and done some interesting villains or some different takes on the last sure. fight, civil war, civil war. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah it's much more, but like it, it, I, I was almost like, cause she, so she takes the God killer sword. That's right. And we she, forgot. Yeah. there's a sword she's carrying around the yeah. whole movie that as she's been told is the way to kill yeah. Ares. So she kills Ludendorff with it. She thinks that's Ares. And that like nothing, brutal. nothing happens. Like there's no like big, like, or... we did forget to mention though that he, okay. Can I mention something real quick? No. That, oh, okay. Sorry about You're that. Continue. Yeah. Moving on. Um, that Dr. Poison on top of making this super mustard gas that can melt, uh, gas masks, also made vials that give you super strength that when you yeah. off the gas and she's not, no one wants this stuff to give into their soldiers or anything. Right. But the general's huffing it like it's going out of style and it's like, this seems like a better way to go. Like yeah. make, he's got Rather his own super poisoning, Like hopefully poisoning the other soldiers. Why not just make your I, soldiers or do both. strong? But like why the private collection? Also, I didn't like the effect. It was just like this white light kind of under his skin. I, I, that was, I think Was it making was, him younger? I think that was maybe the movie sort of playing unfair with the audience because it seemed like there's like cracks in his skin, almost like it was a facade. It like, looked like rosacea, but white. It, it looked, yeah, it, was, it just it looked it was like a, a very weird effect that didn't make sense to me. And like, the, I think that was supposed to lead you to believe, oh, he's Ares and this is like sort of bringing out his true form. Or like keep sustaining his yeah. visage or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was and very it, bizarre. And, it, and what it was actually was an excuse to let him 
stand up to Wonder Woman for like two seconds before, and before she, like, she owned him. stabs him with yeah. the sword. Um, so she kills him, and but like everybody's still fighting. Yeah. So it, at no point does she go, oh, that wasn't Ares. It's just that people are still evil. They don't all start singing Kumbaya and yeah. just uh, go back to their... So she has an existential crisis. <laughs> Steve Trevor and his boys are like, okay, well, we're still going to go stop this plane full of mustard gas. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I was liking it up until... Like, this part was good. When yeah. it's like, oh, okay, it's not... I, like, I get, got rid of Aries and things are still bad. And, okay, now I have to deal with the real world. This is a crisis. And yeah. I have to figure this out. But then they just do a complete 180. Yeah. They introduce Aries mm-hmm. with a mustache. Yeah. And then, and then and just... And then they have, like, a big... They have a big boss fight. Worst-looking thing... It's really bad. Yeah, his, movie, I yeah. thought because they show. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We we forgot to mention. Or finish your thought. Sorry about that. Well, I don't know. I'm just. No, I guess I'm just ragging on the CG again, and the fact that yeah. he does a psycho crusher flies across the screen at her. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> did oh. you like? I, I liked the little storybook montage early in the movie when it's like showing Zeus fighting the other gods. I thought that was kind of a cool look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Ares had an actual set of you know cast armor. Yeah with a indistinct face for obvious reasons. Um, and then in this one, he kind of out of scrap metal makes sort same, of a version of yeah. his armor, but it looks crappy because it looks like a bunch of burned metal all slapped together. Yeah. And he really doesn't look intimidating because it's David Thewlis with this big bushy mustache yeah. visible underneath his helmet. And he looks oh like he's in a, he looks like he's too big for his suit or, or rather yeah. he's too small for his suit. And there was a really great shot where he's kind of saying, you're my half sister because you're the last child of Zeus. It turns out, and uh, you're a demigod, and uh, he cast me down to earth. And it shows David Thewlis like on a rock, look up in ancient Roman times, yeah. and he's got his mustache and he looks all distraught. And it was so funny to me. What a weird choice. Like, yeah, I know his mortal character had a big bushy English mustache, but like, has he had this big bushy mustache like, throughout why? time? I don't yeah. get. I don't know. It just was very. A weird choice. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, you could I, also just cover it, like, darken it or do something. Yeah. Don't have it so prominent in that little It was just weird mask. and distracting. But then again, you're also paying for David Thewlis, so, of course, it's like, well, we got to have his face on there. We've got to have his thing. Of course, his helmet has to get knocked off at some point. What else is he from? He's a uh, Harry Potter. He's a... Uh, Professor Lupin, uh, he's in. He's in a really. He's a really crazy character right now in the new Fargo season. Uh-huh. Actually, really slimy uh, character. Um, God, he's been in a million billion things. I can't think of all of them, but uh, he's a very prolific actor. He's pretty great. Um, yeah, better job than uh, the senator from Kentucky from uh, Batman vs Superman. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. Uh, he didn't drink a jar of piss in this, so at least there's that. Um, but yeah, that is the biggest bummer. Uh, just a big CG mess. Just should, it should have ended before that. And it completely ruined the message. And then Germans and Americans are just hugging after he died. That was weird. Stuff. I didn't. I did not like that. Is, I thought that was so it corny. Ruined every, it erased everything that they had built up. Is it, it like it the good. Emperor in Star Wars, though, where like they were being directly influenced because of his presence? So like the the glamour wore off and they were like you're my brother is it like the slime in ghostbusters 2 where they're like I, it did you know feel what? like I that love you. it did feel like that we're just like finally he's gone now we can love each other again and it's like germany was like what were we fighting about anyway? yeah hey hopefully we don't have another one of these and hey know. sorry about all that mustard gas yeah we'll use a uh, ketchup next time yeah <laughs> um and so the 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 one of the also final set pieces of the movie or play, things that happen in the movie oh is that's right chris pine is trying to stop mm-hmm. this plane full of mustard gas from 
taking off and bombing Well, he also realizes if they, if they destroyed it on the tarmac, everything within 50 square miles would Everybody also be on killed. the tarmac would die. And everything, yes. So yeah. he's he decides he's going to fly it in the air and blow it up. Yeah. Now, this is, this is why I was asking, is Wonder Woman invulnerable? Because she offers to go. We find out in like a conversation, they have like a muted conversation because she had just gotten like, like an explosion happened near her. So you couldn't, she could apparently hear fine, but us as the audience could not hear their conversation because. Was that what was happening? Yeah. Cause like she had oh. just been, and so like, it was like a E I thought she just like remembered that she, like what she heard later or something. But like, she's, she's going through the conversation that she had oh. with him later. And she says like, I can go, let me go. I'm invulnerable. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm in, I'm basically invincible. I'm a demigod. I just found out from my half brother, <laughs> Ares, the god of war. That's your brother? Yeah. Um, but he's like, no, I have to do this, and I love you. It's Kevin Costner esque. It was so like it was one an unnecessary sacrifice on his part, this and is, two like, I love you. Yeah. I met dumb. you four yeah. days ago. Well, I mean, she did it right back, so it's just stupid. Yeah, that, chill. Yeah. But um, how clingy of this dude. Um, but I, it was like, it's the same problem I have with the first Thor movie where like, you're supposed to be led to believe that Thor and Natalie Portman's character have this everlasting love. It's like a one out of time, but they've only been together for a couple days. Yeah. And like, I just, it, it felt very like if he had said something to the extent of like, you'll make us better. Like you, like I'm not, I have to do this. You stay, you make us better. Something like that. Like you'll inspire us. And then, like, she stays. I buy that more than, like, I love you. It just, it took, it just took it, took uh, yeah. it, out, it took me out of the scene. Again, I, there are plenty of movies like this where it's this, this, this fast forward romance, but this one didn't, I didn't earn it. And it yeah. felt like, uh, what a nice gesture. And maybe, hey, maybe love at first sight back in 19, whatever. But I, I don't know. It didn't, yeah, little, little needy pine. <laughs> Hey Pine. Yeah. Little note, a little needy. Hey, when they get phones on the mascara, can I get your number? <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I the one thing we forgot to mention is that this movie is all sort of told through the backdrop of Bruce Wayne sent her a picture of her with the with the the well, group. I like it. It zooms into Earth and it's like, this is such a precious place that we need to protect. But the closer you look the more you realize like the like evil parts of it. Yeah. Zooming into the Louvre. And I was like, what does she have against the blue? What's going on? <laughs> Turns out she works there. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the movie, she's still looking at the picture and then she sends Bruce an email, classic Bruce Wayne, Diana Prince God email. Damn it. And she just says like, thank you for bringing him back to me. Signed wonder woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, who works at the Louvre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her email address is wonder woman at, in, at, at Louvre antiquities department.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oops was that my what superhero name yeah uh, Diana uh, Prince. this is still in the email address also when did aries find out when did he know that wonder woman or Ex diana was wonder woman because she says like diana prince of themiscate and then chris pine interrupts yeah uh typical man yeah and uh, is like uh this is her name actually yeah but like did he know right then that that was her right I, i'm I, i'm i'm curious does he when did he find out was he all knowing? Was he just toying with them the whole time? That's what I, I kind of felt like he was toying with them the whole time. Because it feels like when he sent them to the front, it was specifically to like, so again, so discord, like that will, a victory on the allied side will make Germany push back or sign an armistice. And he, he knows that's kind of the revelation at the end is he says, 
hey, I wasn't making anyone do anything. I was whispering at people and giving them ideas and doing that, but they these humans love being shitty. And yet when I'm gone, they're just going to hug each other. Yeah. I, this, at least uh, the boys on this That interview. really frustrates me about the movie. I do think, like, I, I think it's an unfortunate... We should have seen all the planets pushing over statues of uh, Vergendorf or whatever and <laughs> celebrating we of Steven Dorf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should have been burning his body like, like the, every planet The world collectively yeah. should have known that Ares had died right then. Yeah. Um, I it is unfortunate because I really really like the first two acts of the movie mm-hmm. and even leading into the what happens in act three I still am liking the movie and I really like the movie overall I don't sure. want to paint that like I thought this is a bad movie yeah. but act three it is just so unsatisfying that I was like at the end of the movie you know I came away you know everybody's talking about hey did you like it and I did like it. And genuinely, I was, my opinion was, I think it's a good movie. But I it is such an unsatisfying act. It's yeah. like everything, almost everything about it, I don't like. Yeah. Would you, if you had to guess, or I wonder, you know, in these situations, how much, like, do you think that was something that was like reshoots, maybe? Do you think that was the ending? I heard that a lot, like, almost none of this movie is reshot. Hmm. Like, they, this is, I think... Patty Jenkins said like this is other than they did reshoot a couple of the scenes for the the when she goes into the Badlands the, uh, the No Man's Land No Man's yeah. Land um, there was a reshoot there but overall it was a pretty much untouched by did reshoots you, I did see a piece of trivia though that said that she had to come back when she came back for reshoots at one point there was a there was a or she was five months pregnant Gal Gadot huh. so oh, really they, yes so they put a and showing a little bit so they put a green screen like belly on her so that they really could, like, yeah so they could <laughs> I like, didn't even CG out like part of her her huh. stomach I didn't I didn't no idea a, a fun plot point that like she gets pregnant like really fast so like yeah. after the night with Steve Trevor it's like what have you done oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well oh, maybe well. maybe in the sequel and that and yeah. maybe we should touch on that do you I think the World War setting was an interesting like place to start and I think it was kind of like I think they should I think every subsequent Wonder Woman should be sequel should be in a, in a major conflict yeah so oh, she's in boy. world war ii well it does make you wonder Korean war. what she was doing during all of those conflicts yeah but hanging out in paris and, may, and maybe they'll mention yeah hey i'm just gonna stay in my museum thank you very much <laughs> maybe in this universe since she got rid of aries there won't be any conflicts yeah. well that is another theory someone brought up like hmm. it, because aries is gone is there in this universe was there no world war ii i think it's no because they because worlds where captain america have fought well, this is DC. They don't acknowledge that guy. What? Um, but to that if end, do you guys think the sequel, which they so far they've said will be in America, at least start, take place in America. Thank God. Yeah. Um, and be current time. Do you think that's going to work for Wonder Woman? Do you think that's going to be a more effective film? I it Again, it, it does feel like they are just treading Captain America waters at that point. Like... Are we let's, gonna, just, let's just bring him, bring her into modern times. It's I mean, literally exactly what's happening is yeah. like their second film. Will be, I mean, it will be, it won't be the exact same movie because it's not like she fell into water and was frozen for 60 years and is just catching up on oh, cultural stay references. Oh, after the credits? Uh-oh. <laughs> also, in just... There is nothing after the credits. No, not a darn yeah. thing. You don't need to. You don't need to wait unless you want to see all the amazing people that worked on it. But other than that, <laughs> but why would you? Hey, we're coming after you too. You know it's funny though. I stayed for a while after the credits, and then it shows like a big golden Wonder Woman symbol. And I could. It might have just been the more retro version, like yeah. the less kind of detailed version. And 
a lady next to me was like, oh my God, what is that? What does that mean? What does that mean? And I was like, what? I was like, I think it's just the, just the logo. logo. And if I can nitpick one other small thing, do, what do you guys think of her like theme? Wonder Woman's guitar, like electric guitar theme. You know, Max, do you have any thoughts? Because I have, uh, you're crying. What's going on? Yeah. I, I actually, I don't know which way I feel about this because sometimes I think it's awful and then sometimes I think it's like, oh, I can get behind that. I, maybe I'm, I'm somewhere in between. I okay. don't know. I, I really don't, don't know. I don't love it. Like it's, it's recognizable at least. Like if I hear it, I'm like, oh, it's Wonder Woman, the, the new Wonder Woman. Um, but it's, especially in this movie, it's anachronistic. It's like, it's an instrument that you wouldn't even hear. That's exactly, that is exactly my problem is that it's an electric guitar in a time, like being played in a time period where electric guitars do not exist. It should. I I don't want to, like, I don't think they need to follow the, the time. Sometimes I guess it can stand out as being weird, but sometimes that works too. If you look at it, like a lot of, uh, let's say Quentin Tarantino's uh, music choices. Sometimes they don't match what's going on, and that's why sure. it works. Yeah, rather, I mean, there's a way to do it, and there, and I, I don't know if this movie necessarily nailed it, but I don't think that just because it's a period piece, people have to be playing lutes or anything. Sure, like that. I, I guess <laughs> I just like I, I really like that about Agent Carter, the ABC show. Mm-hmm. Like they never used songs from out oh. of that. Oh. And so, like, there's a scene where they kind of gear up and they go, let's go do this. And they have, like, a big band, like, swing song going as they're, like, walking <laughs> down the street. Where, like, mm-hmm. as now there'd be, like, a like a hard metal song Cut as they're walking. Cut my life into pieces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, that should have <laughs> um, been in this movie for the but, live scene. But instead, it's, like, you know, a ba 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 That's pretty funny. So, I just, like, I like... I you know as funny as that I mean that's done for laughs sure but it it does make sense in the sense of this Agent Carter took place post World War II there would not be metal music playing yeah but it's like but I mean even in the context of like Batman for Superman when you have that sting yeah. did it work for you like do you think it's a good theme for her do you think it's even like a nice I do think I do think the theme works okay I I I agree I think mm. we're I think we're being pretty nitpicky I, about yeah, this yeah, yeah. I know I know I'm not trying yeah. to, to do it to death it's just it's recognizable so I think it, it especially exceeds in that role but yeah I it was a little weird in this movie but I, yeah. I get it I get it yeah uh yeah do Batman or Superman have their own themes within this within this universe superman well they couldn't do like the christopher reeve because that's like too positive and uplifting and and good so i don't Uh, the fact that i we can't think of it i'm guessing means there's not a strong batman or superman theme so in that way i would say that probably wonder woman even if you don't love it is more successful in in creating like a a theme for her yeah there's a it's like a little a couple notes and you're like oh i know what what that character is you know yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I so are you excited for a sequel are you excited to see more of this Wonder Woman well considering that um, her, the sequel probably won't be out until well after Justice League and a couple yeah. other solo films it's hard to say I wonder what yeah. the landscape of DC will look like at that point yeah um, and who knows how much that will affect what happens it again I feel like Patty Jenkins direction is strong I feel like she clearly has a voice and an opinion are they going to have Zack Snyder come back? Because he was one of the three names that also wrote the story. Yeah. And I feel like you could feel a little Snyder in some parts. But um, who knows if how much creative control? Who knows what kind of budget they'll give her? Who knows how much the success and subsequent success or failure of the other DC movies is going to uh, change kind of what the, the, the sequel might be? Yeah. At one point, I think we were thinking about giving up on DC movies. You're correct. 
if not for the it was actually kind of riding on this yeah. movie yeah and how do you guys feel at this point i'm I, I mean i i really like the movie so it would be unfair for me to say i'm going to give up on this on the franchise because mm-hmm. you know i did say like this would be a make or break for me um i'm still not jazzed about justice league no mm-hmm. and especially from the trailer that i got of justice league during this movie i'm still not excited about it i but, wasn't jazzed about this movie based on the trailer yeah that's yeah. true we, yes, there, that's another unfortunate kind of part of the, all the marketing is that, again, that sometimes like they have these great trailer shots, but they don't translate to what, what the film might be like at all or whether the film's going to be good based on what they've shown. Yeah. So Yeah. I, I mean, I still doubt that uh, Justice League, because I think the tone that they're taking is is going to be more in line with Batman versus Superman than it is with Wonder Woman. Sure. But... Uh, like considering the trailers for Wonder Woman actually made parts that were totally fine seem awful to me. Like there's still a chance that Justice League could possibly be good, but I don't think I don't think it will. They showed shots but, in just in the trailer for Justice League of the Amazons on Themyscira like fighting like a whole fleet of uh parademons. There we go. Uh and like ships from from uh Steppenwolf's planet, not Darkseid, I guess. But how are they going to stand up against like flying goons with like laser weapons when a couple of World War One German rivals? Yeah, yeah I they, don't know. They've been practicing since then. Yep. All right. They should give them laser guns. Maybe like. they all got a vial, those blue vials, and they're all like huffing uh, super oh, super serum now. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, I, duh. It, go ahead. No, I don't know. That's that's nah. it. I don't think that the DC universe has been saved by this movie, but no. I, I'm more I'm more lenient towards what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, it doesn't the erase the the sins of the past, but I am I am at least a little more hopeful for I'm, future films. Yeah, I'm more hopeful for like maybe Aquaman or yeah, yeah. Uh, the Flash. standalone Batman, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if it happens, we'll see. Fla- and Flash, for that matter. Yeah. Imagine though, yeah, because we t- we mentioned. Imagine if this is the first DC movie they put out. Yeah. I would be yeah. like, "Yep, got, I'm got my next ticket for whatever you're putting out." I'd but like then to, whatever, like but see. then like Man of Steel comes out and you're just like punching the gut. Like, but <sighs> it seems like everything has has been affected by that. So you wonder would that movie have been changed or more lighthearted or more whatever as a result? So yeah, mm. it's just it's a shame. It, if for them wanting to ape Marvel's st- style, it's a shame they didn't do what they did and start with solo character films first. But, yeah. Oh well. I hope they work out the action. More than anything, I think mm-hmm. we need to work that out. It's been bad in all of them. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. Well, that'll do it for us for this epper. Um, next, you'll be hearing from us <laughs> reviewing <laughs> A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. And after that, we will see Spider-Man. Homecoming, Homecoming. Queen. Um, and we'll yeah, find Sp- out Spider-Man is actually being uh, turned into a woman for this movie Ooh, uh, as a response. They're doing a lot of reshoots actually Wonder right, right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wonder Woman's success has changed their mind on it. Um, so yeah, we will see who becomes the homecoming king and queen in Spider-Man. It could be Vulture. Could he's, be on, Vulture. he's on the poster twice. It could be both. <laughs> could be the founder himself, the Vulture. <laughs> um, yeah. So we will see you for those episodes. See you then. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, <laughs> Hey, today's episode is also brought to you by. This is a little strange. I got a, a letter. Looks like a very old piece of mail in the in the mail today. 
It's a help, or not a help wanted, but actually a uh, uh, job application uh, from an Etta Candy. Uh, she is a, uh, a secret. She's looking for a secretary position. Looks like it. This is strange. This is dated at the end of World War One. Uh, she said that she is looking for a someone to be a secretary for. Uh, oh, oh boy. Um, yeah, this might be a little out of date. Um, boy, hope you found something. Uh, Etta, if you're out there, if you're listening, uh, you know, we wish for the best for you. And, uh, well, uh, good luck out there. 